0: entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. <laughs> Hey, Entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsome, Mr. Marking, and welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about today why and how using non-traditional marketing strategies for building brand awareness is simply a must. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been listening to one of your favorite uh, radio stations and an ad comes on? And let's say the show you're listening to is an hour-long podcast, one of your your favorite podcasts. And you notice um, 10, 15 minutes uh, later, the same ad is repeated, only this time, this is about the third time you've heard it, and you're finally starting to realize kind of, sort of, what they're talking about. Well, sadly, that is the case, ladies and gentlemen, with outrageously expensive traditional advertising, whether it's uh, local radio, television, or what have you. What normally happens is the general public, you and I have to be exposed to this message a gazillion times, and they say typically on average 14 to 21 times before we even begin to have a clue what the advertiser, promoter, or marketer is even advertising, marketing, or promoting. But now here's my question to you. If, statistically speaking, it takes between 14 and what they call 21 exposures, what if they run the ad three times? There is almost zero chance, statistically speaking, that the vast majority of this highly untargeted audience would have any clue whatsoever what they were marketing or promoting. But here's what I want you to get the promoter and the advertiser is still out of the cost to produce and then run and promote the ad. So they virtually got nothing out of it. On the other hand what if you could take a minuscule one to five percent say of a uh, let's say a company runs a uh, let's say you run a you have a retail uh, diamond uh, retail jewelry store and one of your major competitors invests $25,000 a month on average for a local billboard of some kind. Maybe it's on top of cabs, maybe it's on the side of bus, maybe it's on a local billboard that nobody sees as they're, you know, uh, streaking by at 40 miles an hour. But the point is on average they spend $25,000 a month and they've been doing this for three years. Now ladies and gentlemen, do the man. Twenty-five thousand times twelve a year is three hundred thousand times three. You're almost talking about a million dollars, nine hundred thousand dollars. So let's take one annual, one year's annual budget, twenty-five thousand a month, times twelve, which is three hundred thousand, and we could take one percent of that, three thousand dollars. And let's see just by switching things up a little bit, you know, a little strategic A-B split testing. And if you're not familiar with that term, A-B split testing, say you want this, you want that. And you try to gauge if either of the offers which one gives you the most bang for your buck? And it doesn't have to just be traditional advertising at your A.B. split test. You know, you can do this with your subject lines in your email. The subject line, you know, the headline, your main power headline on your snail mail postcard. How your associates answer the phone. What they do after they pass the phone call on to whoever and what that person does when they get on the phone. Oh, there's so many variables it'll make your head spin off. But here's the point you're going to take that you or your major competitors are going to take one percent of this yearly budget three thousand dollars and we're going to see if you could strategically and systematically compete and I would say out promote them for literally pennies on a dollar now on the surface when you think about it you say, wait a minute come on Mark one company's invested three hundred thousand dollars and you you're going to invest Uh, three or one percent of that three thousand dollars, and you're supposed to somehow come out better. I think so. You tell me, you'd be the judge. So, let me set the stage. Let's say there is a mini strip mall, and in it is this is your store, this uh non franchise, independently owned, single location retail jewelry store, and on one side of you is a uh, popular local uh hair salon, independently owned and right next to the on the other side of you is a popular nail salon. So you got women galore coming out of both of these places and more than likely women work there and more than likely women own the place or co-own it. Now think about this and just to set some numbers let's say each place gets and I'm just making up some numbers here 300 local women a week and we're going to define a week as uh, six days they're closed one day say on Sunday But they're open every day, uh, Monday through Saturday, and they close on Sunday. And in between that time, both shops average at least 300 women in a week. Right? Give or take. Uh, uh, Unique individuals now. I want you to follow this. You have two of your top female sales reps, if they're not already, become customers of the hair salon, and the nail salon and to set the stage even further let's say two blocks away is one of your major competitors outrageously expensive twenty five thousand dollar a month local billboard ad campaigns now watch what you're going to do with one percent of the budget in terms of competing with them so here's what you do you have your two female associates one goes to the nail salon and one goes to the hair salon and preferably they try to get a chair with the owner, but it doesn't have to. Now, in this particular case, you're going to have both of these ladies rocking a pair of your $650 a pair diamond studded earrings and a nice bracelet that normally retails for $300. Obviously, your cost for the, for the, the bracelet, even though it retails for $300, your actual cost is, say, $100. Bucks. In the case of the diamond-studded earrings, your cost is actual ha- is actually half. But sand, instead of saying three twenty-five, we're just going to say three hundred. Okay. Now, you know when they sit down in those chairs, at some point, the conversation is going to turn to where did they get those rocking earrings, right? Agree. Now, what they say to the owner, let's say they're sitting in the owner's chair, is they ask the magic question. So, okay, Mark, what the heck's the magic question if this is your first time listening to the Marketing Minute? If it's not, you already know the magic question, and I'll bet you could probably uh, uh, paraphrase it verbatim. But if you don't know, here's the magic question. They ask the owner, is it okay to periodically refer you new business and customers? Now, if that hair salon or nail salon owner is serious about growing and sustaining their business, the answer should be... 95 to 98 percent of the time an emphatic yes. For the 2 percent or the remaining percent that the answer is murky or no, you simply don't worry about because there's too much potential opportunity out here for you to even be worried about. Now, the follow-up question is, provided you get a yes on the front end of that question, and provided you only ask this with people you have an established relationship with, so the thing that these ladies are going to do, these, the sales reps, is they're going to start going into these shops and getting service, and maybe on the third or fourth visit, then they ask you the magic questions. Now, the follow-up question is, and by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will have going on in the future, are you okay with periodically returning the favor? Again, if you get a yes on the front end, nine, statistically speaking, 95 98% of the time, you should get a yes. So when they get the yes from the owners, Here's what they say. We're, you know, they tell them that they work for uh, such and such jeweler, which, you know, is right next to them. And so they say, uh, here's what we like to do. Rather than continually waste a ton of money on outrageously expensive advertising. Uh, like you know, had billboard two blocks away, and they're like, "What billboard?" And they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah." See, you know, that kind of stuff is outrageously expensive, and the cost per lead, what we call CPL in the industry, is outrageously high. And the owners would prefer to do stuff like with your business and the hair salon next door, help you out, and in in return, it helps us out. And they're like, "How so?" She pulls out a picture, the the rep. And she shows the owner two pairs of diamond-studded earrings and says, "If you could have your choice of buying any of these two pairs of uh, diamond-studded earrings at actual cost, which one would you want and why?" So she picks out the pair. Uh, one pair is two hundred dollars, and the other retails for two hundred dollars. The other. Uh, uh, Pair pay retails for four hundred fifty dollars, but the two hundred dollar pair only costs half, a hundred dollars in hard cost to the jeweler, and the four hundred fifty dollar pair uh, only costs two hundred twenty five dollars. But let's just say two hundred dollars in hard cost to the uh, retail jeweler. She says, "Oh, those two hundred fifty dollars, those uh, four hundred fifty dollar pair." He said, "Well," and she says, "Well, I tell you what we'd like to do, if you will," and she whips out a, a an extremely time sensitive gift certificate. And she could do this, you know, after her hair's been done. She so said, here's what I'll do for it. You bring this gift certificate next door before that expiration date expires. If you come by yourself, you can save 10% off those earrings, diamond-studded earrings you uh, chose. But simply for dragging a friend, it could be one of your stylists or one of your customers here, a daughter or in-law, whoever you want. As long as they're at least 18, you can get that pair. While we have a stock for 200 dollars So you know, she's like, whoa. And she says, by the way, let your stylist know the same arrangement for them. And she asks, you know, how many of you be interested? And of course, some of the customers raise their hand too, and she, you know, repeats the spiel. And if she doesn't have enough gifts or tips, she goes next door and gets them Now, here's the point. Let's say there's six, six stylists counting owner. And this is for the the nail salon too. Take the same concept and just multiply it by two. Now, here's the point. When that uh, nail salon and hair salon owner show up the next day with their new bling, what do you think, I won't say every, but probably 70 to 90% of their customers who sit in their chair, what do you think they want to know? Bingo. And that being the case, to anticipate that, these female stylists give the owner and then ultimately the stylist X amount of these extremely time-sensitive gift certificates to pass out to their customers, but they give them discretion. So you can use this two ways. You can either just, you know, whenever the conversation comes up, pass this out to, you know, and your vendors too. And and they tell them, listen, if you have a female uh, person that delivers a female mail carrier, make sure you give her one of these. Because she's a post woman. There are other post women. She knows other local women who earn at least her income and higher. You definitely want to get them as customers. Now, before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you can see how incredibly powerful and 10x this strategy is versus that billboard two blocks away that almost nobody's paying attention to. Now, granted, you can get us guys to watch if you got an attractive woman up there in a bathing suit, but you know, what good is that really going to do you in terms of what your product or service is? Point is, by and large, nobody's paying attention to that billboard, whether it's on the side of a cab or the top of a cab or side of a bus, and yet, These companies are throwing away, in my opinion, this kind of money every month. Now, to get back to our story, to show you how powerful this is, remember, we're using a $3,000 budget, 1% of what they're doing for the year, and we're, we're, we're hooking this in. Now, here's the other thing. They tell the owner. Um... Are you familiar with Kohan shoes? And most women who stand on their feet all the time are very familiar with Kohan. And unless they make really big money, they don't necessarily buy them, but they may have a friend, a relative, an in-law, a neighbor, uh, an ex-cohort, somebody who they know who's bought Kohan shoes. And if I'm not pronouncing that uh, correctly, ladies, please forgive me. But you know the shoes I'm talking about. Or any other uh, pair of shoes that somebody would, who's like a therapist who's on their feet all day is uh you know, they, they buy these shoes and they as of right now, this particular uh audio episode, my understanding is they're about 299 $299, three hundred dollars somewhere in there, $325, something like that. Now, the arrangement is the jeweler makes an arrangement with this uh yet another. You see how everything is convenient in this one mini strip mall? Yeah, right. But let's say there's a uh a women's uh clothing and accessory store. Just three doors down. Pardon me, I had to get a little drink of water there. And they sell these Kohan shoes. So the retail jeweler makes an arrangement with the owner of the store, provided, you know, it's not one of these franchise deals. And they basically give them some closeout out blank. You know, a diamond-studded necklace, uh, a uh a bracelet and some earrings in exchange for that they want to buy in this case six pair or I guess 12 pair you know six for the hair hair, and, hair and salon owners and the, those stylists and six for the uh, nail salon owner and their stylists. They want to buy 12 pair of these Kohan shoes in different sizes but in you know, other words they're going to give a coupon and these ladies can go in there and instead of paying uh, $399 they pay whatever the cost is to the shoe store and as long as they bring a friend, they get them at cost and they can buy these Kohan shoes. Now, here's my point. The retail uh, diamond store is financing this. This is coming out of their $3,000 and that might take them over $3,000. So in this case, we'll push it to 2%. So that's $6,000. But the point is now these ladies have these Kohan shoes that they got at cost. This is yet another story to tell around the Christmas dinner, the Thanksgiving dinner, the New Year's party, when they're out with their girlfriends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And again, remember, we work off the premise that everybody knows at least 25 people, and 30% of those 25 can become your potential customers or your uh, major competitors. Potential customers. Now think about this. The owner's got these rockin' diamond studded earrings, $450 a pair. She got them for $200 or $225. She's got on this beautiful $300 bracelet that would normally retail for $300. She got it for $100. Her uh, stylist, if they wanted one, they got a $200 bracelet, but they got it for $100. And they're rocking a pair of uh, $200 a pair diamond set of earrings that they got for $100. Plus these Kohan shoes that they got at cost. I say that's more than enough conversation to last for a long time. How about you? Now, here's my point the next month, their major competitors, another $25,000 on the billboards. They don't have to spend another X amount of dollars. These women have something that is going to keep them talking, bragging constantly, both on and off of social media, what we like to call powerful word of mouth and mouths. The people that they tell, their closest girlfriends, uh, any soccer moms they know, they're going to spread it second and third. hand. Hey, oh, my girlfriend or my sister-in-law, or my cousin or my aunt got this from this retail jeweler now here's the other thing they could do, they could give, say, I'm saying the retail appliance center, they could find out what it costs to do a trim I mean I don't know anything about women's cosmetics and hair and anything what is it, what's the actual hard cost to do a trim, let's say it's seven bucks they buy up uh, a hundred of these, so in other words seven hundred dollars and they have they the, the retail appliance center tell the ladies if they spend X their customers spend X they get this uh, coupon, credit in essence, where they can get a trim. Where normally they pay $7 or, I'm sorry, pay uh, $15 for it. They get it for uh, free because you're, you're paying the hard cost in this case. But for every customer that takes advantage of it, the stylist and the owner gives them an extremely time-sensitive gift certificate to, you got it, the retail appliance center they're stored in the same deal. It's a two sided uh, index card even though it's a gift certificate but here's the premise. Side A asks the ladies or the recipient to enter your free monthly drawing for a chance to win a $1,500 or $2,500 diamond studded necklace which again does not actually cost that in terms of hard cost. Think of half now or less. Side B tells them Come to the store and the the stylist or the owner looks on and and for the hair salon, those those workers too. They look on the uh, calendar and go 10 days out, not 10 business days, whatever the next 10 or X number of days, 15 days, whatever it is. The next uh, number of days and put that last date as the expiration date. They come by themselves. They save 10 percent off up to a certain amount. $200, something low. In other words, you know, something that's not super sexy versus simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18. They save 40% off, something much higher, up to $2,000. Now, which of the two offers is the most appealing? Bingo. So you best believe a certain percentage of those women are going to drag somebody with them. Now, here's the other point. The guest ladies and gentlemen, they're given what's called an OTO. What's an OTO mark? It means a one-time only offer. They get some really cool savings, maybe just for joining your opt-in email list or, you know, texting some number. But they only get it before they leave the store. Now, you're not going to get everybody. McDonald's doesn't get everybody when they say, would you like fries with that, right? but enough people worldwide take advantage of that offer I'm talking about in terms of McDonald's that it puts literally hundreds of millions if not billions of dollars extra profit in their pockets the same will hold true not the billions part obviously but or hundreds of millions per se but meaning that same concept will lift your boat in mind by adding a few extra uh, dollars into their gross profit But here's the point I'm trying to get you to see. You don't need these outrageously large corporate budgets to compete. Now, if you're trying to go head to head and run traditional ads, yeah, you're going to need a lot of money to, to waste to try to do what they're doing. But you don't need to do that. Now, here's the other thing about the guest and about the person who brought the guest. Every customer who drags somebody with them, their lifetime value customer, their lifetime customer value, is higher than a customer who simply comes by themselves and saves that small amount. Meaning, you can invest in better in a higher ethical bribe for the people who drag somebody with them because they've already demonstrated their worth more to you in the long run than the person who simply wants to come in take advantage of the lower savings and it's not that you denigrate them or anything but you put more resources into the people who are spending more money promoting your brand and that sort of thing. And I hope that should be obvious. Entrepreneur, before we go, because hopefully I don't have to go any further with that concept for you to see how powerful it can be. And here's the other thing to do. On the anniversary of the business, meaning when this nail salon and hair salon open, you could go out and invest in a couple of bottles of high end champagne that you get from a local distributor at cost. Because again, you're going to give them some uh, really cool bling at a discount. And they give you these bottles of champagne, and you let them, you know. Serve glasses of champagne, A, to the staff, and B, to the customers who come in. And somebody should be Facebook live in this thing so that, you know, the people can see this. And it's like, and they, you know, of course, give the champagne uh, distributor the props by int- uh, mentioning who it is and letting everybody know who comes in the store, the shop. It's, let's say this is a Wednesday. I'm just making this up. The next, the next, all the customers come to the shop that day, the re- remainder of that day up until Friday they're going to get an extremely time-sensitive gift certificate to come next door to the retail uh, jewelry store or appliance center or furniture store whoever's actually behind this in terms of the financing what I like to call the sugar daddies or the sugar mamas whoever's financing this you know you give them a plug I mean I'm saying the, the hair salon, nail salon gives them a plug now ladies and gentlemen before we part there's a little I like to call it housekeeping, but this is part of what you call your CTA call to action. You don't ever want to end your blog posts, your videos, your whatever you're doing, your Facebook lives. You got to have some sort of CTA, in other words, some sort of goal or goals you want your audience to take. Let me hit another glass of uh, sip of water. Now, then, ladies and gentlemen, if you got value out of this, And I suggest if you play this entire episode back and you honestly say you did not get any value, I'm simply not your guy. And we can still be friends. No hard feelings whatsoever. But if you got value out of this, please share this with any other profit seeking entrepreneurs you know because they'll thank you for it later. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know of any individuals yourself included who has a podcast that's business or entrepreneurial uh, based I don't care how large or small your audience is if you're proactively looking for guests I love to be on your show now here's the other thing let's say you like what you heard you know wow Mark you know I'd like to hire you or our association would like to hire you as our resident in-house marketing expert ladies and gentlemen if that's the case Simply go to my blog, U-Y-O-U, now.com forward slash contact, meaning go to the contact page of my blog. In the subject line, put paid help. My current rates are just $250 an hour. There's no long-term commitment on your part, meaning you can do one and done. Not, you know, the, the best thing for you, but if that's what you can afford, that's fine. If you want to talk about a six-month to a, a, a yearly uh, maintenance commitment on your part, we can do that also. Now, having said that, if you're located inside the United States like I am, I'm on what's called EST, Eastern Standard Time or New York Time. Simply put your air your phone number and your area code and your time zone. I will get back to you with a time that's advantageous for both of us, you know, depending on the time zone. Like if you're in California, we're on a 3 hours difference. When it's one o'clock in the or let's say it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon there is three o'clock on the East Coast so we have an idea And in some places is a two-hour difference and a one-hour difference you know just depending on where you are anyway we will set up a time preferably advantageous to you Monday through Friday even if we have to do it early evening and we'll do a 15-minute uh, discovery session and I like to call them power consultation mini power consultation but the point being we will in that 15 to 20 minutes we spend together to find out to what you're trying to discover a are we compatible is the word worth us trying to go any further and B if we're not can we still form some kind of strategic alliance let me tell you what I'm talking about ladies and gentlemen if you happen to know of any uh, non franchise independently owned retail appliance centers or retail jewelry centers or retail uh, furniture concerns who are independently owned in other words you know the corporate people aren't with their boot on their neck telling them what they can and cannot do. Simply for being the go-between, the broker, the person that brings us together, any financial arrangement I put together with them I normally walk work on what's called a, a performance basis meaning every dollar I bring them that they clearly didn't have they compensate me 25 percent. I will cut you in for a lifetime recurring income as long as that relationship is uh, in place and by the way entrepreneur this has nothing to do with me or you. That strategy that I just shared with you, the performance basis, you can. It should be using that strategy as well. And a lot of times when you hear, and I write about this a lot, how you monetize what was previously considered dead or, or uh, vastly underperforming assets and resources, this is what I'm talking about, and this is what other entrepreneurs are talking about. And that thing right there could be done many ways. Think eight plus two, nine plus one, uh, seven plus three, six plus four, five plus five, fifteen minus three minus two. So, you know, we can do a whole other podcast, or maybe I should on that too, to try to open your mind up to what's really, really possible. But anyway, I digress. Pardon me. Here's the other thing: if by Some wild stroke of imagination, ladies and gentlemen. You listen to this entire episode and you honestly don't get anything out of it. I'm simply not your guy, and it's okay. Every we're just not right for each other, so I don't want you wasting time, ladies and gentlemen. If you got nothing out of this podcast, I would strongly suggest you not waste any more time listening to this. Particular podcast because it just simply is not for you. On the other hand, there's millions of men and women coming online every day, as far as the, the, the eye can see. So there are plenty of many women looking for this type of information. If you're not part of that, that's okay. You're simply in the ninety-eight percent. This information is only directed at the one or two percent, the doers, current and future doers. So on that note, oh, if you're located outside the States, that's what I wanted to say, You send me an email. Go to the contact page of my blog. send me an email. And in that case, you and I will jump on, you don't need to put a phone number, obviously, because we're not going to make an international call. But what we can do is jump on Zoom, Z-O-O-M-dot-U-S, and we can do a 15-minute discovery session and find out if we're compatible. And again, if we're not actually compatible, maybe we can monetize each other's resources and assets both current and future. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Man. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at, it's where you ultimately end up that counts.